Alright, what's up boys? Um, doing my first podcast here. I feel like a new parent. I'm just like waiting for the dog to interrupt me and say that he needs to go outside and shit. Or something, but as of right now, he's being pretty good. Sitting on the floor, chewing his bone. Talk about that more in a minute. Um... <clears throat> Sorry, my voice is a little groggy. I just had a hell of a day. Hell of a week, really. Grab some water. Um, so anyways, um, yeah, I want to say to Gabe, um, I really appreciate you getting this together. Um, I think it's a really good idea. Um, you know, uh, I've always kind of been on the train that, you know, in adult life we work a little too much and, um, you know, no play, um, you know, and it kind of, I think, starts to get to the point where we lose contact with a lot of our friends and I just think that that's absolutely absurd and ridiculous. Um, you know, we've been pretty good at, you know, getting together at least once a year, which I think is awesome. Um, but again, that's just once a year, so this is kind of a good idea, nice extension of the fact that, you know, we've all been friends for 10 years, so um, I think that's really cool and, you know, kind of good for us for um, staying involved, um, staying interested, and uh, I mean, it sounds like a lot of you guys have had a little more meetups and, uh, you know, the side hangouts and I wish that I could do a little more of that and I'm going to try to get a little better at that but <clears throat> I'm going to kind of explain what's going on with like my shoulders and stuff it'll I think kind of shed a little more light on my life and why I've been kind of a little bit um reclusive or you know not really um out in the public eye that much it, it'll be whatever like five minutes of kind of Debbie Downer stuff, sorry, just have to address it, and then I'll try to <laughs> finish off with some lighter flair, um, but anyways, so, before we get to all that, so, yes, uh, to answer some questions, I do still have two jobs, I've been uh, working at Kent um, every semester, and this will be my fourth year straight um, and I do also work at that development firm, um, and uh, I really, I mean, I like teaching 95% more than I like my development job. I mean, I really I pretty much just keep that job um, because, uh, you know, six shoulder surgeries does not come cheap, so paying off a lot of medical debt, and I obviously need the medical insurance and all that stuff, so that's kind of like my solid home base and then Kent is like my fun job and you know some extra spending money and all that <clears throat> but I really 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 love teaching um, and if I could find some way to make that more of a permanent thing I think I'd be very very happy um, so anyway so yeah so solid employment working a lot um, all right so I'll talk about my shoulders so it's been six years now since I had my first surgery. I've had a surgery every December now for six years. Three on the left side, three on the right side. So I've just gone, you know, left, right, left, right, left, right um, for six years. 
Um, and I know nobody wants to hear anybody bitch. Um, so that's why I said I'll try to make this really succinct and short. Um, and that's also the reason that, you know, I find myself not really being too social um, because I don't ever want to complain. Um, but I have been told by my, you know, physical therapists and all that that I do a, pr you know, a really good job of appearing that I'm not in pain. So um, they're like, you know, it's really convincing. Um, they're like, but, you know, when we put needles into your scar tissue and all that, they're like, we can, we can tell you're, you know, it's, this is pretty bad. So you do a pretty good job of, of putting on a good act. So anyways, um, so yeah, it's just been six years of that and it's, you know, it gets tough. I know some of you guys are saying you're starting to feel those aches and pains of, of getting older. Um, but you know, just, uh, multiply that times like a hundred. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel because, uh, you know, not to diminish your stuff, but there's just countless implants and everything in, inside my shoulders. Um, and, uh, yeah, like, you know, I think I've had in the past six years, probably like three days that I can remember, um, where I just didn't have any pain really. Um, and that's, I think kind of sad. Um, but it's true. Um, but whatever. It is what it is. Um, so anyways, I have not bought a house, um, because of those six shoulder surgeries. Um, I know we don't like talking about money, but, and this isn't an exaggeration. This is a true fact. I have spent out of pocket over a hundred thousand dollars on my shoulders, uh, so that's my house. Um, <clears throat> so just, you know, I've done and just spent everything and anything I can to hopefully put an end to this chapter. I don't know if there will be an end. Hopefully someday there will be. But right now we're just dealing with, um, you know, a lot of therapists, a lot of, I basically see like three doctors a week and either get, you know, needles fished in and out of my muscles um, to break up scar tissue or, you know, go to pain management or get um, scar breakup or whatever the next surgery is. My next surgery is actually with a plastic surgeon, um, not anything cut. Well, it's with a plastic surgeon because one of my scars has turned into a cancerous growth. Um, but it's benign um, and at this point, seriously, cancer is just like not even a big deal, uh, <laughs> as sad as that is. I swear, the bitch fest is wrapping up. Um, so, so yeah, so that's just kind of why, you know, I don't do a lot of social stuff, but I'm trying to just get better and get stronger at just uh, putting the pain in the back of my mind and just saying, you know, this is what you have to live with. You still have to go out and live your life and see people and see your friends and keep up with your friends and date and all that. Um, you know, the last thing I'll say about this is a lot of people ask me, they're like, you know, do you regret 
<clears throat> getting your first surgery or do you regret going to the gym so much you know and being so obsessive that you had to get these surgeries and the thing is you know to get a little philosophical just in general i don't really think that you can live with regret because if i were to go back in time and not know this you know at that time with the information i had i would still make the same choice so if you kind of think of it that way you know just in your guys' own lives, I'm sure you have things that you think that you regret or whatever, but at that time, with the information you had, you made the best choice possible. So, no, you know, you don't live with, you don't live with regret. Um, I mean, I guess there's some things that are regretful, like drinking Alcapur in Italy and lighting our table on fire. Um, suppose that is a, a bit a bit regretful um but as far as like big life decisions and stuff like that you know you can't beat yourself up about about that because you made the best choice with the information provided um so yeah um and it's again it's not like i'm bedridden or anything i can still do some stuff at the gym and, you know, I can go running and, you know, for a little bit, um, you know, a couple miles. I mean, it's not like I used to, basically. Looks like Rosie O'Donnell chasing a fudge coal, but, you know, it's at least something in it. I can break a sweat, so I'm, you know, grateful for that. Um, all right, closing down the bitch fest. So, I got a puppy. Um, they say that... Getting a dog makes you learn a lot about yourself. Um, Dustin, I am definitely open to any suggestions that you might have. Um, or anybody, uh, yeah, that's right, Taylor has his cats. I think me and Dustin are the only ones with dogs. Um, so yeah, it makes you learn a lot about yourself. Um, I've learned that I'm very selfish. <laughs> I like, uh, <laughs> like my own time and uh, now I have a baby. Um, something that I just, uh, it's sole existence and the only reason it likes me is because I take it outside so that it can shit and piss and it gives me attention when it wants food. Um, so it's a great relationship <laughs> and you get the occasional, you know, cuddles and kisses, but, uh, <laughs> no one told me how much goddamn work this is. Um, so... We're just, we're going to see how it works out. Um, but man, yeah, like, you just don't realize how much freedom you have until you get a dog. <laughs> like, I have to come home from work at lunch and walk him, come home, you know, obviously at dinner and he's out. I would love to, like, you know, go out tonight, but I haven't seen him all week, so I'm just going to stay in and, and hang out with my puppy. So it's just, it's a huge, huge life change. Um, I think that he'll probably get a little bit better and probably put up with, you know, car rides and stuff. He hates the car. I don't know why. That's like so anti-dog. Um, but he hates being in the car. If you put him in the car, it, literally I did it once, drove 10 minutes, just shit, piss and vomit all over the place. It was like, I imagine what it'd be like to date Tara Reed, just cleaning up shit, piss and vomit. Um, so hopefully... We'll start to like car rides so I can take them around. 
Um, and, you know, that will free up my life a little bit more if he can be mobile with me. Um, let's see here. I am dating someone. Um, I mean, I've been single for a really long time, and I just kind of... <laughs> This is going to sound so bad, but he's never going to hear this. I was just kind of like, you know what? I could be single or I could just give one of these, like, you know, tons of guys that are giving me, you know, hitting me up on the Facebook and stuff like that, you know, give one of them a chance. And so he's a pretty sweet guy. Am I going to marry him? No. Um, you know, it's just a fun, it's a summer fling. It's nice to get laid on the regular. Um, he's, he's very, very nice, very complimentary. We have a good time together. It's definitely not the brightest crayon in the box. <laughs> he's a bit obtuse. Uh, he tells me that he doesn't understand a good deal of the words that I say, which, you know, I don't really think that I speak, you know, that contemptuous or, you know, you know, using too big of words towards him. I usually just talk in normal sentences, but, I, you know, it's standard college-level vocabulary, um, which is, for the most part, you know, ubiquitous among people, and it can be understood. I'm just kidding. I'm being really odious <laughs> in saying all that. Um, but, no, sometimes I like to be an ass and just... I don't know. That's what happens when you um, start hanging out with other professors is... You start to talk like a douchebag. <clears throat> but anyways, um, positive note, I am currently pursuing a lawsuit um, for my shoulders. Sorry, we're back to the shoulders for just a second. Um, but I, the doctor who originally operated on me and did the two surgeries, um, he was found to have been stealing oxycodones from his patients um, and operating under the influence. So um, this has been a really long process of trying to get it um, to go to trial. Uh, we're not sure if it will see trial, but if it does, oh my God, life will become amazing. I mean, if I can get them to pay out. Um, so if it, if, if I can get it to trial, if we can get it to pay out, oh my God, I will take all of us on like a all expenses paid trip to the Maldives or Australia and we can just chill and play poker and live life. And yeah, that would be, that would be really, really awesome. Love that. Um, yeah, as far as, work goes I you know I'm the one that uh, Taylor successfully got away from architecture I'm the one who continually wants to get away from it but it just for fuck's sake keeps pulling me back in I mean I have gotten away from you know like the standard working at an architecture firm type thing um, you know I did that when I you know just straight quit my job and started teaching and then you know, this development firm kind of pulled me back in and it's kind of becoming more standard architecture stuff that's uh, 
really fucking boring. Um, and as much as I'm trying to like go pursue other avenues, um, a publishing company um, currently has me as an author as well, and they're having me um, publish the class that I teach, um, Understanding Architecture or Architecture History. Uh, they're having me publish basically an interactive um, textbook. I don't know when it will get done. It's so much fucking work. Um, but just basically, in a nutshell, uh, college is not at all what it used to be. Um, kids have five-second attention spans, and so the whole um, zeitgeist of having a typical textbook and a lecture course and expecting your students to um, actually read the textbook is that's just gone and so there's all these new publishers that um, there's like three different ones and this one up in Toronto is just top hat publishing was just up my ass and giving a pretty solid offer if I get this thing um, completely published and cited correctly and all that so um, yeah, hopefully that's something I can get done by spring semester 2019 and then start collecting royalties on that. But like I said, it is, it is going to be a piece of work. Um, yeah, but man, I will tell you what, uh, college kids are just, they're a different different breed now. I mean, they all just think, what the, f hold on, my dog just got a hold of something. What the fuck is this? And hey, hey, we do not eat that. Sorry. I was really hoping that wouldn't help. Hey, chew on this. Chew on that. Chew on that. Eat a dick. Sorry. Um, don't know what the fuck he just got. Anyways, um, yeah, college kids, they are, it's so hard to get them to pay attention, and especially because nowadays, uh, well, you guys are older, so you're, you get to be detached from this, but like, this, maybe you've heard about this, but everyone just wants to be an influencer. It's like, basically a celebrity, but like the whole world of like, you know, TV as we know it and all that is really kind of going to go away. Um, and there's just these people called influencers, like uh, the Kardashians or there's, a, it's a whole nother thing there, you know, Instagram, all that, that I don't pay attention to, but just, um, basically, you know, the younger generation is just so self-obsessed with their themselves and pictures and all that, um, that they all just think that the way they're going to get rich is just by becoming an influencer, which is where you, you know, get paid money to like promote, um, makeup or go to a club, you know, they'll, um, some influencers these days get paid $50,000 to ha take a private jet and make a club appearance in France or whatever. And so, yeah, so that's, it's, it's hard to, teaching college was really rewarding uh, like four years ago and it's getting less and less because kids want to do less and less work because they all, you know, everybody thinks that they're somebody. 
um, which, you know, not to diminish that, that's great that, you know, everyone can be incredible, but they have to have a plan B, you know? It's like, get your goddamn degree um, and take care of that. So, anyways, all right, this is going on a little too long. Um, but anyways, sorry that was, this whole thing was really kind of focused on me. I, um, but I just wanted to kind of, uh, I know, I, like I said, I feel like I've just been dodging basically the public eye for a really long time. Um, so I just wanted to address a lot of that stuff. And, um, yeah, I want to do more of this, uh, more of the squad cast. And I love, you know, reminiscing with you guys. Um, you know, it's just crazy how quickly, you know, time goes by and then memories kind of, you know, leave you. It, you know, like I said, it's been 10 years. The other day I was just trying to like think about like uh, just one of our trips, like Venice. I think that's one of the like least memorable ones or something. And I was like trying to remember just anything about Venice. All I can remember is jumping off the bridge into the sewage canal. And like, that's it. <laughs> like, clearly there's a lot more that we did, but we're so fucking blitzed. <laughs> like, because memories are gone. But I don't know. I, I love when we get together on our trips and we all, you know, start, to, we talk about the past. And it's nice because if you, you know, if you don't reminisce, you'll just, you'll forget it and we'll be gone. Um, so whether we talk about the past or the future or the present, um, I think this is definitely, definitely a good thing for all of us. And, and I like hearing where all of you guys are in your life. And I'm, all of you sound like you're doing incredible. I just, I can't help but to, but to be jealous. I, you know, every single one of you guys have a house. That's awesome. You guys are all married. That's really cool. <laughs> the fuck knows if that'll ever happen. Um, but yeah, um, but I, I take joy in your guys' accomplishments and, um, and yeah, so, uh, I, I, I hope we, uh, I don't know if it'll, I, I think the one week thing is a little unrealistic, but hey, Gabe, if you, if you do, can do them every Thursday, more power to you. Um. But yeah, let's definitely keep a keep a dialogue going. I think that it's it's a really good thing. Um, who knows? Maybe we really can keep uh, a, a week, a new podcast every week actually going. That would be, you know, I'd have no problems with that. All right. Well, this thing is long as fuck. Hopefully, I didn't bore you guys. Um, and I will talk to you soon. All right. Peace out.